0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast this evening. We are here live tonight. I am broadcasting from Twin Falls, Idaho, and I'm here with Mr. David Brander-Horst. And David, where are you broadcasting from this evening?
1: I am coming from Columbus, Ohio.
0: Excellent. From Columbus, Ohio to Idaho. Don't get anything mixed up, but everyone come and join us in between. Please drop down. Um, who's here, like, share this, and please tell us where all of you are from, and we're going to get this podcast started. Is everyone ready out there? I think we're all ready. Here we go. I'm April Tribe Juke. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. I believe we are all made with light, and light is hope. This podcast brings authors who write stories of hope to all of you. Your journey to be inspired and amplified by these stories starts now. Excellent. Hi, everybody. We are back live. It looks like we've got some, hey, look at that. We've got a Facebook user over there. Make sure you click that blue button so we can see and brag on everybody over there. Thanks for coming. Thanks for showing up here. Give us those hearts and likes, and let's go ahead and get this get this party rolling. Okay, David. Give us a little bit of background maybe where you're from where you grew up and kind of how you landed where you are now
1: yeah i actually grew up in iowa um on a farm um so i was a farm kid Um, did all the things that normal farm kids do but i knew that uh i wasn't destined to be a farmer i i that was not the uh that was not the future for me i was not going to be cut out for it. It would not have ended well. I was not good at it and I didn't want to do it. So I went off to college and I got a degree in business and really wanted to uh, kind of pursue that as my uh, future career. And uh, after college, I went and you know took a job in banking for a number of years. I uh, started off in Chicago and uh, got a start in that because I wasn't really sure how to Ultimately, I knew I wanted to be in business for myself, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I, I just decided that I needed to go work somewhere. And I thought banking would be a pretty good fit for my skill set. And I did that for 13 years. I was in the world of banking for 13 years and basically um, learned a ton about how business works. I, I got a good exposure to all sorts of different things. And then, uh, you know, and especially the last couple of years, I worked in mergers and acquisitions, which just really gave me a great understanding of how a business works, because I had to like dissect all sorts of businesses that we were looking at and had to really, you know, learn to understand what made them tick. So I I had to uh, understand that. And when I did that, then I, you know, gained a pretty good understanding at, okay, this is how this works. This is how this business operates, how they, how they make money, how they take care of customers, all of that. I got a first-class education um, going through all that. And then at that point um, we had three children, my wife and I had three young children and they were close together because we had a daughter and then two and a half years later we had twin boys so we had a little stretch in there we had three children under the age of three which april i'm sure can uh understand (laughs) she has a big family (laughs) of her own um but that is a uh that's a lot of little ones all at the same time and so we knew at that point in time that something was gonna have to give I knew that it, it was a little too much pressure. We were just both completely exhausted and didn't have anything really, any gas left in the tank. And so what it came down to is the bank I was working for wasn't doing well and I didn't have a good feeling about the future of it. And my wife's job was actually pretty strong and pretty good for, for the company she was with was in a lot better shape than the bank I was working at. So i decided and i really felt in my heart that god was kind of pushing me to be a stay-at-home dad and so i went ahead and uh pursued that and stayed home with the kids for the next few years and at that point we were living in cincinnati ohio we had met in chicago but then moved to cincinnati and then after a couple of years or so of that um she got a promotion and was uh moved us to columbus ohio which is where we are now and uh, so we've been here since and then while i was here after a while the kids you know get older and uh, they're all in school and during the day you're now sitting there going okay all three kids are in school what am i going to do you're like (laughs) i'm sitting here going i don't I don't have any kids around now because they're all in school now. Afterwards, I'm still busy helping with homework and activities and all those things. But I didn't have the same level of responsibilities, and so that was when I met another gentleman. And we, you know, he was very entrepreneurial. I had always been entrepreneurial and wanted to start a business. And we realized that our skill sets were pretty complementary. Uh, he was a content creator, an author, had a lot of. Had a lot of ability to, you know, go out and create content, love to be on social media, do all those things. And what he needed was a really good business person, a person who knew how to build things, knew how to implement things. And that was where I was really strong. And so I yeah, I I, we started working together and then we built a business together and uh, that business became very successful. Um, And it went and uh, took off and it went from basically nothing Um, just an idea, and really took off to like a multi-million dollar business. We were doing several million dollars a year in business, and it was going really great. And then essentially, you know, that there's an old saying that uh, is, success doesn't ruin you, it reveals you. Um, And that saying became true in my life. The person that I was partnered with, once the business really got successful um became much more bold in how he was acting and basically stabbed me in the back and betrayed me and split the partnership um we were said i had to leave and said that it had to be all him and it really became an ego play and and it was a very dirty dirty thing that happened but nonetheless um that was what it was you know there was i realized at that point there was no salvaging it there was no i tried hard to try and hold it all together but there was absolutely no path to hold it together because it's much like a marriage if you want a relationship like that to work it takes both parties both people have to be interested in making it work and if only one of the two are there's no way for it to happen. And that was the situation. I was the only one that wanted to keep it going and make it work. And it was not, it was not an option. And so we, we parted ways and over the last year that was beginning of last year. And that was what it was. And again, that was 2020 was a rough year for many reasons, for all the obvious ones, obvious, what we all went through in 2020, which was the, the world that uh, was what we you know have all experienced. And then I had my own little personal mess that was going on on top of it. So 2020 was not going to be my favorite year ever. <laughs> that was not, not really what I wanted, but it is what it is. And what I really learned through all that is that, you know what, God has a purpose and a mission for your life. And no matter what that is, even if plans change, even if there's bad things that happen, that plan hasn't gone away. It's still there. And so through all of that, I've really started off on my own and I'm building out an entirely new business coaching program for people to help them. Launch, grow, and scale—you know—and get their own businesses up off the ground because that's what I really feel like God put in my heart. That's the thing that He really gave me to help people. Um, that there's so many people in the world that have something great inside of them, but they don't know how to get it out into the world. They don't know how to communicate it. They don't know how to get. To to people so that they see the value in what they do so that they want to do it. And that's where I feel like my spot really is. That's where I really fit in is helping people get that business launched, get that business going, be successful so that all these other people can do what God has called them to do. So I've been going for a while. You better uh, hop in here, April.
0: Okay, I'm going to jump in and interrupt you. I love the comments that are coming up here. You know, God's plan will not be thwarted. Yes, truly. There was a bigger plan for you. I I agree, Cecilia. There was a bigger plan. And I feel, honestly, there are times where we look back and we think, wow, if I only would have, if I only would have, on both things, both positive and negatively. But really, wasn't that lesson part of the plan for you to really learn? So that your next part of life actually you have now that reserve of <laughs> pain and hurt and like I'm never going back there again. You have learned something really deep down to know what next to do. And I feel like that's part of your comment there, Cecilia. It is that that important piece. There is a service part of this. Yes, I agree, Wanda. You know, wow, there's just so many things that happen within our own lives and you know it is unfortunate that as success happens you know choices are made for everybody and some choices you know they they help and support others and for others it goes all inward and when that happens you know that's a choice so then you make your own so you wrote a fantastic blog and I was able to post that up on my on my website. So you can go to my website, tribe hang on, G-I-A-Q-E, juke.com. Long last name. You can go there and check it out because there is a title there that we kind of talked a little bit about. Is that where your your biggest you know, tragedy and struggle can actually become your your greatest blessing? And you started to mention some of this. So I know in the depths of 2020, I'm sure you were like, Yes, this is going to be my greatest blessing. I can just feel it, right? You were totally there. I, yeah, no, you weren't no. there. Okay. Nope. So, <laughs> I, I was, no.
1: No, I, uh, I, I could tell you in all honesty, we all like to think we'll shrug it off, we'll be strong, we'll just fight through it and keep going. But there are some, cuts that go deep and there are some wounds that go really deep into your heart and into your soul and you don't just wake up the next day and brush it off and just keep going. There are those times where you realize there's healing that has to happen. There are things that have to happen. And, and that's where I think I really was for a lot of 2020 is, is that there had to be a lot of healing that happened. The, the decade before had pretty much left me exhausted um, because I was working 80, 100 hour weeks all the time. And it was just go, 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 never nonstop demands, nonstop things that I was doing all the time. And I realized that there was a uh, a point where I needed some rest. I needed, and I think that was a lot of what I was called to do is I needed to heal. I needed to rest. I needed to pull things together. I needed to take care of myself for a while. And yeah, I I mean, it it is the wounds of a friend run deep. That's very true, Lori. Um, But there's also a level of, you know, you, you, you realize who your true friends really are. You realize who those people are, because I had so many people reach out to me. April, you were one of them over the last year. You've always been a dear friend. Um, That's why we're here now. Um, But uh, but uh, yeah, I've had a lot of good people really reach out and, and just you don't know the value of encouragement until you really need it. You don't know, like if you're in a person who has that gift of encouragement, don't undervalue that. Don't don't diminish that because you don't know how important that is when you're the person that needs it. When you're the person that needs someone to come beside you and, and just encourage you and support you and sh- and share in that journey with you. And, and I had a lot of those. And, and you know, it's one of those things you realize God is faithful. Uh, you know, God does never lost sight of me. God never th- You know, lost me in the shuffle of all this. God's plan has never changed. Um, It is my belief that it was time, you know, after all this and seeing some things with more perspective, it probably it was time for me to go to get out of that place. Because I think there's things coming that aren't positive. A lot of things have happened that are not good. And it's time for me to not be there and to not be around that anymore. And so, yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing. You know, the things that get me through, again, were faith, family, and friends were the three things that really, those are the three pillars that that got me through all the last year and a half is, is knowing that God never, you know, forgot me. He never forsook me. He was always with me. I had family that rallied around me. I had friends that rallied around me. And that, uh, again you you know when you know things aren't going your way who the people are that really care and that always means the world to you
0: that's right it does mean the world to you and and as Sandra said nothing is more important when you have that idea that support it does make the healing journey to know you you are not alone in this and i'm so glad that you you know you mentioned that because sometimes we don't know Oh, look, their life, we might think that they they rarely have struggles. We can never say never. We know people have struggles, but we don't know the depth of it, right? And then they just seem to keep always going, always going. But really, what is behind it? There's a great picture that shows a timeline, and it stretches out. And then there's like a quarter of an inch, and it says, this is what people know. Yeah. And then you have this whole thing of like, Mm-hmm. what we really don't know what what's actually happening and going on and it's not that you have to be airing your dirty laundry it just means that we never know the pain of what people are but like you said don't est- underestimate the the idea of of encouragement of that mm-hmm. smile because we just never know what's happening and i'm mm-hmm. thankful that you took you know you said that in 2020 you weren't like ah Okay, well, let's go on to the next thing. Damn. No, that was coming. But, yeah, you have to feel the pain. You have to understand. You have to take that time to heal. Like any good surgery, afterwards, there's recovery. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, some recoveries true. take some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just so true. That, that faith, family, friends. Exactly, exactly. So, this healing process has really now brought you to something... Yeah. I would say it's it's new and fresh, but it's the skill set that you know, right? You're not trying to learn all of these new things and then share it out with all of us. You have that's deeply ingrained. You have the skills. And like you said, you felt like God has this gift and has given it to you. And now you go out there and find the people who have amazing ideas and you just help them to get it out there in a format that's actually working that actually helps to bring in income, and that actually makes the impact to to others, and and that is that is incredible. So I think Glory, yeah. There's always a time for breathing, and that's absolutely necessary as you're you're doing that movement going on, right? So yep. some of you guys can see down here on the ticker: uh, de- design, launch, and grow, right? Mm-hmm. So David, tell us a little bit about this, and I'm assuming. This is that part of through the healing. How did this whole concept come about?
1: Yeah, well, really, you know, I just knew like, what do you love to do? What are you passionate about? And I knew that for me, helping people get their ideas out into the world, because again, I feel like, I feel like honestly, entrepreneurs are some of the ones that can change the world more than anything else. I think the government as we have all seen over the last many years, is a corrupt, messy place. Corporations are filled with bureaucracy, and it's tough to get things to move in a large corporation. The ones that can actually do things, and a lot of times even churches are are very stodgy and it's hard to get them to want to do things. The ones that can really react, the ones that can see a person in need and react to it and create a solution for that person are the entrepreneurs. They're the ones that can say, I see somebody that has a problem. I see people out there that have a need. I can create something to help solve that problem. I can make their life better. I can create a service. I can create a product. I can do something that will make their lives better to get them out of a difficult situation or to help them achieve something that they want to do. And I see that all the time. I see all these things out there all this stuff that are like, there's so many people because I, you know, you know, April, you were one of the ones over the last several years I got to know that. You have this amazing heart to help people that have gone through, you know, abusive situations or have gone through difficult times and to help them heal and to find light in their life again. And it's just like if I don't have the gift to do what you do, but I can help you get there. I can help you get to what you need to do to get your message out there so people can benefit from what you have. And in doing so, I participate in the process of your helping other people heal, helping other people grow, helping other people become more of who they are created to be and to improve their lives. And I get to participate in that. And that's fun. That's exciting for me to be able to take that, to take that, Stuff that I see and I feel and I hear in your heart and to say, all right, let's get it out into the world, because I still I believe it in my to the bottom of my soul that if all the people who had something in their heart that God planted in your heart, that you had that and you know that you could help people in the world and you can make a difference in their lives. All of us have something. All of us have something that we could do to make a difference in someone's life. But the problem that I found is so many people don't know how to get it out there. They don't know how they don't know how to communicate their message. They don't know how to build a business around it. They don't know how to do it in such a way that people are gonna understand it, that people are gonna be able to appreciate the value that you have. And in doing so, people will never benefit from it. And for you to truly be able to impact the world the way that you were designed to, you need to be able to do what you're called to do full time. Trying to do it in the margins of life or on, you know, the an hour here or an hour there every other week when you have a little bit of free time you're not making the kind of impact or difference that you were designed to you're you're not having the kind of you're not having the kind of you know you're not having the kind of impact on the world that you know that you were created for and as a result that's you know that's holding you back from your god-given purpose and so if i can help you get there not only do i help you create an income for yourself not only do i help you create something that you're now doing work that is tied directly to your passion but i'm also helping you take whatever that gift is that you have for the world that god gave you and using it to benefit and bless all these other people that you're going to help so we created something called design launch grow and i am doing it with another gentleman called chris mcclure who is my partner in this and he's helping me manage and build all of this And we've launched it this year. And it's a program that essentially we come alongside you and we coach you and we teach you. And I'm able to now that I'm on my own, I can create all the content I want to create. I have no limits. Nobody's telling me I can't do something. No one's telling me I haven't. I can't add another training or I can't do something else to make life better for the client. I can't. So I have created so much content. It's Amazing. I'm like I have to stop sometimes because I'm like going, wow, I've created hundreds of videos at this point just to try and give as much help as I possibly can and to do weekly calls and to help people just get it there. Whatever I can do, what however way I could come up with to serve my clients to help them get to where it is that they're trying to go so they can fulfill that purpose that God has for their life. That's what I'm trying to do that's what I'm trying to build. And that's what we're trying to help everyone else get to so that they can in turn impact the world the way that they were designed to. And so we set it up as a membership site. We did this so that you can hop in and you pay by the month and you can just be a part of it for as long as you need to. There's no commitments. You don't have to be a part of it for a long time. You just, you know, if you want to go for a year, you can do that and save a little money, but otherwise, Thank you, Sandra. Um, But otherwise you can, uh, you you can just, uh, you know, go month to month. And so we, you know, we do it as a free, as a give everybody a two week trial to just start and to try it. And so you could actually check out the whole program for $19. I mean, it, it, we've done it about as cheaply as we could figure out how to do it. So $19, you can test it out for two weeks. And if you like it and it's everything that we say it is, which you know, again, we're putting everything we can think of into it to help you as much as we possibly can, because that's our mission. Then it's one forty-seven a month after that, and I and for other business coaching programs, we're so cheap, it, it's it's ridiculous. Because I I've done research and like there's business coaching programs out there, but all they are is videos and content. You don't get to ask any questions. You can't hop on a call with me and say, hey, I have a question about this. Can you help me? And and it's $100 a month. But if you want to join a group that actually has, where you get to ask questions, where you get somebody to look at your stuff, where you get somebody to actually dig in and help you specifically on what it is you're working on, that's 10 to 25,000 a year for most cases. And so to have somebody that knows how to do this, sit down and answer whatever specific questions you have to guide you, to work with you going through it all, I I feel like we've created the best deal that we could out there because that's, again, our mission is to help as many people as we possibly can do that thing that God put on their heart? How can we set it up in such a way that we can make it affordable, that we can make it something that people can manage and do, and that we can really just put them in the position as best we can to succeed?
0: Exactly. And I will tell you, I have been on amazing coaching calls with with David because I needed the help. I had stuff oozing out everywhere, no organization, not understanding about how to even, I didn't even know how to ask the questions. I didn't know what I didn't know. So there were some times I'm like, I'm here and I have no idea what I even wanna ask you. I'm just here, I'm ready to learn. I did not know so many things, but really as David in his kind gentle way, David the giant was like, here you go. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. I was there fifty-two weeks, every Monday at noon. Like I didn't miss anything, and a group that we were with were like, that noontime, time, that slots April's just, just let it, <laughs> just let it lie, <laughs> it's just gonna happen, because uh, I had that half hour lunch, right? So I'm like eating on the side, and I'm writing things down, I'm like, oh, I hope I remember this and this, and really, his help and work with me opened the doors in so many ways broke down a lot of my just my my favorite my favorite question was how well how do you do that well how do you do that well how do you do that and because i just didn't even know like uh, what a blog was <laughs> i didn't know a website a podcast what's that like i had zero understanding of anything and so he was just patient and we talked about things but He helped rein in and do some focusing for me. And that focus helped me to look back and look at the perspective on things and go, okay, I can start here. And these things will come in their time and their place. And God was like, tell her something about David because she's getting (laughs) to go. So it was really, really helpful for myself. So I want to let you know that I have experienced this. David's just not here as like, hey, we're friends. Let's try this out. I have been through the experience and just this spring I jumped on again because I'm like, Oh, there's a few more things that I need. I will always need, I think we will always need. And it was the perfect timing for those few months that I needed. And then we had a big move. So I'm like, I got to push pause. I got to take care of this business and stuff. And now as everything's starting to settle down. I'm like, okay, we can do things again. And that's the flexibility i know i can count on this program of design 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 launch grow can't say it but i can depend on it to know really how things are going to go and so that's right lori she's so funny when i asked her do you know what a google doc was she's like no and i'm like well let me help you so you know everything kind of comes in this time and purpose so david is there anything that you want to share with this audience kind of is that last two-minute beacon of light that can hang out there. We saw some great comments. I actually want to try and grab this one again from Abby. Abby Miller said, this podcast, God designed this moment for me. So you've impacted someone this night, and that's the yeah. idea of the Beacon of Light podcast. Something there is will hit you at the moment yeah. that it needs to. So, David, with these last two minutes, the floor is yours show us what you want to do as that beacon of light share it out
1: well i think i touched on it a little bit earlier too with just the idea that you have something and no matter what happens in life whether you're facing a health challenge or a financial challenge or a relationship challenge god gave you something and in spite of the fact that maybe you're looking at it going i you know I know that God gave me something. He gave me this thing to do. I have a reason that I'm here. And, you know, how do you know you have a reason for being here? Well, you're still breathing. You know, you're, you're still breathing. So, yes, you have a reason for being here. And we are expected to execute on that plan we are expected to follow that. We are expected to be faithful for whatever it is that God has asked us to do in the world, whatever that may be. And I take that very seriously. And look, I understand very well that there are bumps in the road, that there are hills that we have to crawl over, that there are walls that we have to scale, that there are landmines that we have to navigate around there there's things that we have to fight through to get there it doesn't you know starting a business is not one of those things where you just do it and boom it's done and it's easy and everything is great in you know three months there's absolutely no problem um but that doesn't mean that he didn't still is serious about you doing it, even though there is challenges. But that's why we're here. That's why we created the program. That's why I'm always here to support all the people that I can in this in this and through this, just because I want to help you change the world. And, and I fully believe that you know April loves to use the, the phrase of how we can be pinpoints of light or beacons of light into the world think about that. If we were all living out our purpose, if we were all living out the thing that God has asked you to do, what would that world look like? It would look like a very different place. And I think the reason that it looks the way it does today is that there's not nearly enough of us doing that. There's not nearly enough of us living out that calling. Not We're not doing those things nearly enough. And as a result, the world's a mess. And there's a lot of problems and there's a lot of pain. And we can help heal that if we be, if we remain faithful. So I'm probably a little over two minutes, but <laughs> that's really the heart of it. I mean, I want all of us to be faithful so that at the end of our lives, we can all hear that phrase, well done, good and faithful servant. You've done what I've asked you to do. You are faithful. You believed you stood in faith for that calling that I gave you. And here's the blessing that I have waiting for you.
0: Beautiful, David. Precisely. like Lori said, it is true. Yes. Amen. Sandra says, wishing you every success with design, launch, grow, David. So Thank many you. people are here to support, but really it is life-changing. I would have never have met the people without mm-hmm. David's help to be that pinpoint, to be that beacon of light and to reach out. Thank you so much, David. Well, that's it for tonight. Everyone, we will catch you later, and thanks so much. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.